You are not in control. As much as you want to be, as much as you might need to feel safe, I think you have to understand that in this life, in this world, you are unmoored from, uh, I don't know, safety and, and, um, and dominion over things, over others. The only one you're in control of is yourself, and the only person or thing you can really rely on between, or besides, you know, death and taxes, uh, is that you get to make your own choices, and you can (laughs) rely on yourself to do uh, what you're going to do. But then again, I guess, uh, if you think you're in complete control of yourself, you might even surprise yourself with the things you are and are not able to do. Anyway, this is MJ. Uh, I love uh, comics. Uh, I love Star Wars. I have uh, an increasingly more complicated relationship with Star Wars. Um, And uh, right now I'm here to talk about the uh, Age of Resistance uh, Supreme Leader Snoke one-shot. The creative team for the story was Tom Taylor, Leonard Kirk on, on story, Leonard Kirk on pencils, uh, Corey Hamshire on inks. Uh, apparently, colors were done by Guru FX. Don't know what that means. And then Travis Lanham does the lettering. Um, let's see. Phil Noto was the cover artist. I have to say, I really don't like the cover on this. Uh, the artwork is fine. I just don't find Snoke to be a very compelling design or a very interesting character at all. Um, and the cover, uh, like, it hints at Dagobah. Um, I don't know if Thrawn has some behind his... Uh, the helmets, or the shapes behind him look like two helmets facing away from each other. Like, on the left would be Kylo Ren's, and on the right would be maybe another Knight of Ren's helmet. But uh, the Knights of Ren, other than Kylo, don't factor into the story. And... Uh, yeah, uh, you know, there's a little throne there, and I don't know, it's, I mean, it's okay, it, it well represents, you know, what we saw of the character mostly, um, but, you know, not really much of what's inside besides the vines of Dagobah, um, so we open on probably the technically best, um, piece of art in the, uh, well, we don't open with it, but I'm showing on my video of this, the, uh, big dream sequence in the cave, when Ben is fighting against Skywalker and he thinks that's his ultimate challenge when he uh, is angry with uh, Luke, his uncle, and, uh, you know, he fights and he fights and he continues fighting until he finally defeats the ghost, the visage, the vision, the specter of, you know, this noble Jedi uh, who is everything that he's trying not to be, everything he's fighting against, and he thinks he's done uh, by the way, the, the art is great. It's funny, the Age of Rebellion series, um, yeah, I think it was the Age of Rebellion series, had this kind of theme that went through where they would show one big splashy page like this, where it was a two-page spread, and it was of combat of some sort. There was a great one with Qui-Gon. Um, what were the others? Uh, there was Maul. I don't remember the others. Um, but I don't know if I give points to Marvel and the Lucasfilm books or whatever team, uh, for doing that because it looks good and it's, you know, consistently, it's a nice theme that carries across all the books or if that's cheap because they say, and then this is where there's the big action scene, double spread. Um, but I mean, it looks good. So 
uh, and it was cool. I liked what I liked most about it was Snoke's uh, dialogue or monologue or whatever. I think he was speaking to. Uh, I believe he was like maybe psychically connecting to uh, Ben or Kylo Ren and uh, talking to him, you know, speaking to his mind. Um, and that's pretty cool. I miss that from Star Wars. Uh, there should be more of the mental connection between people because uh, it just makes sense. It's what we saw in Empire, right? Anyway. The other day I read and reviewed um, Spider-Man or Amazing Fantasy 15, which is the debut of Spider-Man. And in it, I mentioned the fact that, you know, the characters are off model sometimes and the coloring is not realistic and kind of janky and that the Dark Horse Star Wars stuff um, you know, got me used to hyper realistic looking, uh, like very consistent, very clean digital artwork. And the coloring was, uh, you know, muddy and muted because it was realistic. And, um, we see some of that here too. Um, and it's just kind of interesting, the difference between modern and, uh, <laughs> classic comics and, uh, not that modern comics can't do that. Um, but it's just interesting the way they do it here. Uh, but then there's funny inconsistencies to me. Like, uh, there's the, when Snoke takes Ben or Ky Kylo, dang, to the tree. Sorry, Last Jedi ruined that for me. Um, anyway, uh, last no. <laughs> when Snoke takes Ben, Kylo Ren, Jeez Louise, to the tree, uh, to go into the cave, the tree cave, because trees are caves, I guess, in Star Wars land. Anyway, um, the uh, you know it's realistic. The blocking of it is uh, ominous and foreboding. And, uh, there's some good, um, blocking, like I said, the way the characters are posed and the, you know, way their faces look even, uh, that communicates, uh, kind of the ominous sense there. And, uh, it's all effective. Um, but I wonder if it wasn't colored realistically, muddy, drably, uh, could it pop even more and, uh, bring those emotions to the fore? Cause, uh, I don't know, it'd be interesting to see, but I mean, it looks good. Um, it's just, you know, technically it's good, but could it be great if it wasn't technical and accurate? So I feel pretty conflicted about this, uh, comic. Um, and if you're watching the video, there's just more art. Uh, it says it's a Snoke one shot, <laughs> uh, but it's really about Kylo Ren. I think, uh, to me, it's about the, you know, some of the methods that Snoke uses to train Kylo Ren and it's even about Kylo Ren's struggle with the light and about, it's basically about Snoke, uh, you know, spoilers, getting deceived by, uh, Ben Skywalker, or, or I should say Ben Solo, um, into believing that he really is fully committed to the dark. And it almost works as a presage, a, uh, um, you know, foreshadowing for what happens in the throne room in The Last Jedi, which, uh... I appreciate. And obviously this Age of Resistance thing takes place before The Last Jedi. Um, maybe even before... Well, it has to take place before The Force Awakens because Last Jedi picks up right where Force Awakens ended. Um, so that's interesting to me. Uh, but again, it feels like it's so much about Kylo that it's not really a Snow comic. And uh, I don't appreciate that. I'm not one of these people. I liked the your Snoke theory sucks thing, uh, because people were saying it was Mace Windu and people were saying all these crazy things. And, you know, it was a failed clone of Palpatine, which I could buy that, you know, whatever deformed or, you know, got these messed up face because of that sort of thing. That's cool. I, I can deal with that. We had 99 or was that what we called? I think it was 99, um, in the Clone Wars. So we've seen, you know, failed cloning technology or the, you know, a failed cloning result in Star Wars before. And that's, you know, kind of a neat thing to address. Um, 
But I just thought like, well, he's probably somebody new that we never heard of from the unknown regions and we'll see what happens. And I guess I was just wanting to see what happened. And honestly, uh, the way that, it, well, I, I stop. I, sorry. I'm going to stop now because I'm transitioning from, uh, criticizing or critiquing, reviewing this comic to, uh, talking about Star Wars generally, uh, my feelings on Abrams and Johnson and how they, and Lucasfilm, Kathleen Kennedy, all those people, uh, handled this new trilogy. Some of my favorite stuff was probably Snoke's uh, dialogue or monologue or whatever. Uh, the stuff that was coming from him, I, I like the fact that he respects Luke. He respects and fears Luke as a legitimate threat to him. And that he talks about using fear, uh, crystallizing it into anger, and then using that anger to tap into the dark side of the Force to uh, you know, use your power and you know, exert dominance and mastery over others. Um, I don't know. It... <laughs> There's kind of an interesting thing where, like, when he tells Ben to, you know, leave, or whatever, F it, man. <laughs> when he tells uh, Kylo to leave behind the uh, helmet because he can't pretend to be Vader on Dagobah. <sighs> like, I guess um, something cool and mythological is that you have to face your true self in that cave. That's what that's about. Um, and, like, your greatest fear. But the weird thing is that apparently Snoke could have seen it, so Kylo, like, blew up the cave. Uh, so that he couldn't see that he had showed mercy on his parents and hadn't killed them. Um, so I guess, you know, we get to see this, the struggle in Kylo Ren to get rid of Ben, Sky, or ben Solo. Um, but again, that just makes the story about Ben and not about Snoke. And I kind of don't appreciate that. Um, you know, I, I looked at the back of the uh, the book and it shows that there's going to be one for, you know, multiple other uh, force or, you know, sequel era I'm not going to call it Resistance, damn it. Uh, sequel era uh, characters. And I'll probably check out the Kylo Ren one. Um, I don't know the Ray will be worthwhile, but maybe I'll check that out. We'll see. I mean, they're in, if they're in different months, I'll definitely pick them up because I'm kind of down to one comic a month, a uh, new one, because um, it's kind of all I can handle. Lots going on right now. So anyway, that's my review. It was okay. The art was fine. Uh, the cover was meh. Um, the story wasn't really about Snoke, though, so what's the point of all that? Uh, that doesn't really make sense to me to make a Snoke comic and then not have it be about the man himself. Um... So, but overall it was entertaining and, and some of his insights into like the way the dark side works and things like that, uh, were interesting. And, um, I wouldn't, I honestly would not recommend this, um, to anybody. Uh, I would just say, Hey, you want to know what happens? I'll tell you what happens. They go to Dagobah and this stuff happens. And, uh, that's about it. So that's all I have to say about this comic. Thanks for sticking with me. Check out mgmunios.com for more of my work. I talk about tokusatsu and write original fiction you can find there. I am also participating in Tokutember, making tokusatsu-inspired art for the month of September. I'm an aspiring author who will gladly accept your financial support through coffee. Swing Through Comics can be found on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and mjmunios.com STC. Relevant links are in the show notes. If you had a good time, like and share this. Subscribe and ring that bell to catch me next time I'm Swinging Through Comics. By the way, if you want to hear me just talk about Star Wars, uh, let me know, and I can also do that for a little while and talk about the feelings of TFA and The Last Jedi's successes. Hmm.